0: Hello and welcome, everybody. Today, we are talking about the powerful experience of being alone in nature, something that I have had a gratuitous amount of experience with in this life, and that at this point I feel like has been a fundamental part or is an, a fundamental part of my mental health, my mental well being. I remember years ago reading somewhere the poet and author gary snyder describing the um, initiation rituals or vision quests that uh, a lot of traditional and indigenous cultures had for their youth who were right at the transition between being adolescents um, and becoming adults they would uh, take these young people away from the village away from the community and put them into nature alone for a period of time and the way that gary snyder described this is that this was an opportunity for the individual to go out away from the culture for long enough to have an experience of reality beyond the reality of the culture and and he described that an individual wasn't really considered an adult until they had done this and had this experience and um and often it would be a very powerful one an intense one there might be a a visionary experience that would happen out there and i suppose that might be where the term vision quest comes from Um, an individual goes out there and has a vision of themselves or life that's beyond the culture it's it's their own intimate experience that they're having out there alone with nature alone with these forces of creation and life and i always thought that was a really powerful and beautiful description of something you know to go away from the community away from the culture and have an experience of reality beyond it and that that is there's something absolutely fundamental in that and personally i accidentally basically stumbled into one of these vision quest type scenarios when i was still a teenager i say it was accidental because i'd never heard about that type of thing um, and yet when i was 17 i spent a summer alone on this rugged, wild island without electricity, without running water, without a phone, um, and in quite intense solitude for a lot of this summer that I spent alone. And it was an incredibly formative experience. It shaped me as a, you know, on that transition. And I was really exactly at that transitional moment of my life 17 turned 18 on that island by myself and um yeah there was something that happened out there that was like a gift that i've carried with me for the rest of my life and to describe it very succinctly essentially what happened was so I had read, you know, the classic literature and poets and got all inspired about being close to nature. And uh, I didn't really understand how brutal and intense it could be to be alone in nature. Um, And I managed to end up on this island by myself for a summer without any transportation to easily get off the island myself. And, you know, within 24 hours of being alone there, if I hadn't been on an island and stuck because of the water surrounding it, I would have ran home because it was scary being alone. I didn't have any distraction from my feelings and I was a kid. I didn't know how horribly uncomfortable that could be. And uncomfortable is putting it very mildly. It was a nightmare. As soon as I was, you know, stranded in nature by myself, I was just confronted by my anxieties and this like unrelenting fear, paranoia, negativity, self-loathing, shame, anxiety. I think I already said anxiety, but that's how much there was of it. It just <laughs> repeats, repeats, repeats. Um, and I uh, had no escape. You know, I didn't have electricity, I didn't have any of the brilliant gadgetry of distraction that we have uh, nowadays. I just had a bunch of books and a journal and like berries to pick and a garden to try and plant. And for the first chunk of that summer, I was just in this state of kind of like constant fear self-loathing, paranoia, negativity and eventually because i had no distraction from that and i was so i was just swimming in it it seemed to just tire itself out because i was just stuck there with it. i could have run away, i could have gone to, you know, someone else that lived on the island and said, "hey, can you take me back to the nearest commun- can you, you know, can i get a boat ride?" back to town with you. I'm scared. But I was a young man. I was too proud. So my pride and my ego kept me planted there in my pain, which was a good thing in this case. Anyhow, so I'm going through this anguish. And eventually, because I had no escape, because I was just with the feelings, it was like they tired themselves out. They cried themselves to sleep. And I remember one day, all of a sudden, I heard birds chirping. And I think like a butterfly came and landed on my knee as I was sitting on the front porch of this old cabin that I was staying in. And um, I just realized, wait a minute, I can hear the birds. I haven't heard the birds the whole time I've been here because I've been so t- like caught up in my my thoughts. And that was like the beginning of this... It was a real instant transition into suddenly being like, oh my God, I'm surrounded by the beauty of nature and it's so beautiful. I think I uh, completely opened up to the beauty and peace and strength and brilliance of the natural world around me. And I spent the rest of that summer in this kind of like, open-hearted ecstatic blissful awe-struck reverential state of connection with nature and that was this there is this gift that I received during that summer which was this profound uh, connection to the natural world because I had gone there and all of this pain came up and then it calmed down. And there was just the beauty of nature. And I felt held by it, I felt this intimate connection to it, because I was so vulnerable, because I was so alone. And then once, once my mind calmed down, I realized I wasn't alone, I actually felt held by this whole living world around me. And I feel like it's really hard to, to convey that unless you've experienced it. um, Maybe there's maybe like, I'm not here. (laughs) I'm actually talking about a real palpable sense of being like, filled up and held and connected with the living world. And it's an extraordinarily beautiful thing. It's this unconditional thing as well. It's like, I didn't need to be anything other than what I was. As that child, that young man flailing alone, freaking out in the forest, so out of his element, so not (laughs) comfortable or confident. Um, There is this feeling of being, yeah, just like filled with love and having this beautiful connection and reverence um, and interconnection with the natural world. And I've taken that with me. It's like a feeling uh, that I've had throughout the rest of my life. Now, of course, when I came home after that summer, it was almost instantaneous that I kind of defaulted back into my patterns that I'd had before going and having that experience. But I still carried something in me, this knowledge, this sense of empowerment or strength or connection. And yeah, I, I, I always feel like I was given a gift during that experience and I've because it established this connection that I maybe I didn't really know was so possible beforehand and now I just have it and I I kind of experience it in a small way every day where I go and have that experience of a reality that's bigger than the reality of the culture I live in it's every day I go for a walk in the woods and it's certainly nowhere near as intense terrifying, or healing as, you know, weeks or months in like rugged, wild nature. Um, In a small way, I get a taste of that bigger, deeper, more timeless reality every day. Every time I go for my morning walk in the forest. um, Yeah, I, I, I go into nature to connect with a reality that's bigger than the culture I'm living in. I feel like a sponge sometimes in my day to day life, just soaking up the noise of the culture that I that I'm living in. And when I go into nature, just for a walk, it's like I'm wringing that sponge out, or it's there's something about just being in nature that clears some of that noise. And I can feel something else. uh, This silent power, this timeless beauty, just to be in the presence of that, it starts to get into me. It starts to move into me in the same way that that um, kind of jittery noise and anxieties of the culture are something that will just kind of like soak into me. Regularly going in to nature and feeling the tonic of it is just so important. It really feels like it cleans me out cleans my mind, reminds me constantly of something that feels like home. It, It grounds me into this timeless reality. It's bigger than the worries and anxieties of this moment, both in my personal life and then just in the world around me, all the different human voices, um, I think it's so important. It's it's so important for me. I also believe I'm not that unique, though. I think it's really important for a lot of people because we have a culture that's so ungrounded and it builds upon itself. You have all of this noise and illusion kind of just like believing itself and building upon itself. And it's so important for us as individuals to step back from that and take a breath and feel connected to something that's just simple, wholesome, silent, strong, beautiful, sacred. And nature isn't the only way I experience that. I also experience that through music and art and writing and reading and, um, like, real-life interactions with people. But there's something very special about being in nature. It feels to me kind of like being held by a higher power the more I recognize it and appreciate it and give myself that the more I realize like I don't know how I lived without this I become so neurotic without a simple connection to nature because it grounds me Um, and to be honest I don't know how other people do it either life for me is just so much easier When I simply go connect with nature regularly and it doesn't have to be fancy. There's nothing intellectually complicated or profound about it for me, but that's just my own personal relationship with nature. It's simple. It's a place where I can just go and experience a certain kind of intimacy with life. And I have been learning as an adult to experience that kind of openness and intimacy in other places, in other contexts. Um, And um, yeah, I'm glad I've got nature to practice it in. (laughs) Anyhow, that's all I wanted to say today, you guys. Um, Yeah, I, I think I just wanted to like share what a profoundly important pillar of my mental, spiritual, emotional health, connecting with nature is because yeah, I feel like for most of us without that, it can be pretty hard. And it's just one thing we can do for ourselves. It could be as simple as just like going for a walk on in a grassy park, you know, I don't think it needs, like, I don't live in wild nature. I live like in a city in a very populated city, but I'm lucky that this is a city that's flanked by ocean and mountains. You know, I, I'm very privileged to be close to nature and to also have this, like, um, sense of connection to nature. But that is almost all for today. There's one last thing I have to mention, which is that my new book is hot off the press, 10 Lessons in Love. Um, I'm very excited about it. It's a collection of stories about finding love in unconventional ways in all sorts of different life situations. Talks about grief, loss, failure, rejection, connecting to nature, um, healing family relationships. Yeah, it's just a it's an honest collection of stories. And if you're interested in checking it out, there is going to be a link to that in the show notes or in the description below. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for watching. And until next time, have a beautiful day.